You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. MyMac Podcast 859. What's Carl got going on? And welcome everyone to the MyMac.com podcast. This week is going to be a little different because Gaz is off doing all those gazzy things. So this week, Carl Madden has graciously allowed himself to be blackmailed into being on and for fulfilling his end of the deal, those pictures will never be released to the general public. Hello and welcome, Carl. This, But this isn't your first rodeo, is it, on this show? No, but every time I come on, you seem to think it is when we want a little pre- yeah. Yeah, well, chat because you start telling me these stories. I go, I do know. I have been here before. <laughs> well, you have to remember that, I, that I'm 60, 60, something, six, 60 years old. 60. Yeah. 60. Almost. What's after 60? 61. Almost 61. So, you know, my mind isn't what it. <laughs> right, guy, come back. Come back. Oh, back. hey. Stop wandering. Stop wandering Sorry. out of the room. Sorry. Sorry. Stop, stop <laughs> And in Stop case that. you're wondering, if you're watching the YouTube video, and I know there's at least two of you that do, so uh-huh. it's, it's worth all that time and trouble that I that I go to to put out this YouTube video. You'll notice that it's only me this week because Carl couldn't be bothered to put it's together. Not my fault. Yeah. You didn't tell me we was going to do video. Oh yeah, okay. I didn't. T- I didn't tell you. Okay. It's all right. Good enough. It's, it's- as a host, it's your responsibility to do all the organization. That's host. Yes. Planning. <laughs> Forethought. That's what, that's what Gaz says when I suggest you do that sort of ah, stuff as well. I know. Yeah. I know. Well, well, you know, Gaz yeah. and I have been doing this show for like over 11 years. So I know he tells me all the time. Yeah, and I'm sure it's like <laughs> 11 it's, years I've been doing God this show. Goddamn years. Was putting, in there, so. putting, putting up... Putting up with this this American git, and uh, uh, yeah, I, I've picked up a couple of Britishisms since then. And that's actually one of my favorite insults: is git. Git, git's yeah. brilliant. I love yeah, it. yeah. And and because here in the United States, not a lot of people know what it me- means. I can sneak it into conversations, Man. and I was like, "Get over here!" And I'm actually talking to somebody, so you know they don't know. They just probably thinking some sort of software repository. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um. We're going to have, this is going to be a really different type of show, not just because Carl is on, but because a lot of the stuff that Gaz does, other than the ordinance survey, I'm not going to try to do the ordinance survey. Um, That's Gaz's thing. I will not, I will not jump into that, that arena, but we are going to, I do have like some news that we're going to talk about in this section. And then the second section is mostly going to be about Carl and I talking about the, the gear that we have. So if you want to hear about that, you can skip through all of this. If you don't want to hear about this, you can, you can hit that chapter mark for the very end where the after show starts. So, you know, you make up your own mind, but if you could listen to the entire show, we really, really would appreciate it. And, um, just to get this also out of the way, I'm still using the sure SM seven B microphone because I have just finally got all this stuff set up, which we will talk about in the next section. We're not going to talk about it now. But I'm still using the SM7B. What have you got going on, Carl? Other than well, you know being blackmailed to be on this show again. Uh, yeah. Strange enough, you sent me that message yesterday when yeah. I was at um, London Brew. 
yeah. uh, beer festival. So you caught me half cut. So of course I agreed to come on. I mean, <laughs> but uh, that was a fantastic time and one of the few events that have gone on over here in England since lockdown has been relaxed to a certain degree. Yeah, it's uh, getting ready to get all hyped up again, I think. Yeah, yeah, well, but there was like over, well over a thousand people at this thing, all walking around, enjoying themselves, not having a care in the world. world. It's, but uh, it was a nice reminder how how things used to be, and I thoroughly enjoyed myself over there with um, with Steve from the show, from the My Mac show, and Mark came down from Wales. As oh, you well, mean the Mac and Force show? Yep, yep. So yeah, okay. um, I've just I've just literally finished uploading the video of the day. So nice. Uh, YouTube is just chugging on it. To convert it to 4K at the moment. Okay, but, make sure uh, you make sure yeah. you send a link to that. And we'll we'll put it in. Well, I, I'm not saying I want anyone to see it. I don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, okay. when booze and video recording, it you know, can go all together, go so horribly, horribly wrong. But I, I probably will share it anyway. But uh, yeah, and then and then tomorrow I turn 53. Nice. You know, and, and, and the thing about birthdays between 50 and 60. The only two that are really bad is the 50 and the 60. <laughs> All the ones in between, you're kind of over it. You know, I found, I have found that looking back, my 30th birthday was much more traumatic than my 50th or my 60th birthday. Because oh, I think at some point you're just kind of like, eh, okay. So, you know, the years yeah. have gone by. I've never, I don't really thought about it. To tell you the truth. I don't think I've had an anxiety. I don't think I've had a midlife crisis as yet. So I've still Give got that time. to come. But, uh, and I'll tell you what else, where I'm going to celebrate my birthday tomorrow is a certain curry house in London where they filmed that Ted Lasso scene. Oh, really? That's a real yeah. place. I thought they'd maybe done that in the studio. Well, there is a possibility because <laughs> you know yeah. they might some they might just send someone in with a camera to do some shots of the background and then done it all. On yeah, green the, screen the pub, the pub that they, that they go in and he talks to that person that used to be on the team. Yeah, I that's just the pub. I well, just the saw this the is, second episode. No, I this. L- let's talk about Ted Lasso for a second. Okay, I saw the no first spoilers, episode. No spoilers. It. I saw the first I episode. So. I was a little disappointed. It, but you will be. Yeah. Because, because it came off such a high at yeah, the exactly. end of the first And they season. have to start again. They have yeah. to build up again. But you haven't seen the second episode yet? I haven't, I've, I haven't seen it. I'm, I'm, that's what I'm doing. I would have been watching it now if it wasn't for this. So, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, then, just just to just to tweak tweak your appetite, it's really, yeah. really good. Cool. I was, not, I was not particularly delighted with the first episode. The second episode was much better. Made me much happier. Yeah. Well, like I say, the first the first episode is putting all the pieces on the board. So you know, introducing characters and whatnot like that. So uh, I forgive it that. But no, in the first season, they the, that reporter bloke with the funny grey and white black hair in took into a curry yeah. house, and that's the curry house we think we're going to tomorrow. Well, it's my curry house, basically. Oh, not the when pub. Not the pub. You're talking no, about- the oh, curry. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Where he orders that super hot curry. Sort yeah. Of thing, yeah. And and somehow <laughs> powers through it. Yes, which is impossible. <laughs> but uh, well, have you had have you had the curry that he's talking? No, about? but I can imagine having similar ones. That what it would be like. No, because I think isn't he Pakistani? Isn't that guy Pakistani? Who the coach? The, well, new coach used to be like the towel guy. Oh, I, I, I have no idea. I, I can't think I of his know, name. But, but um, 
but no, it's good fun anyway. So I'm looking forward to that, and uh, I'm going to ask the owner if it was actually filmed there. <laughs> so, but get your food first, just in case. Well, yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> one but, of those. Uh, yeah. One of those. Thank you for the food. Oh, by the way. <laughs> yeah, one of those. Is this your thing? I'll have it on the phone and say, is this your place? Um, right, yeah, so that's basically all I've got going on. I mean, I, like you recently, um, you you more recently than me, I redid my entire setup on my on my desk here. I did away with my iMac. That got banished to the attic for some reason because I, I can't be I can't bring myself to sell it uh, at the moment. Well, you're not using and, it, are you? Isn't it? No. No, it just sits up there. I'm not, it's not on a Lonely. landfill. Yes. No, it's it's a 2017, I think, or 2015. Yes, yeah, it's, it's quite modern. Um, yeah, well, then that's, up... you can still get a lot of money for that. Oh, thing. I know, I know. But, you know, I, I just can't bring myself to, to part of it at the moment. Anyway, so I switched over to this M1 MacBook Air, and I've done the whole desktop setup based off that, you know, running everything out of the USB-C port or Thunderbolt port. Yeah. And I don't think I'm ever going back. No, it's, it's these things are great. Uh, what uh, are you using a hub or something off of it? Yep. So I when I, when I bought this thing, I know that's one of the downsides people say to getting, you know, a laptop set up. But uh, yeah, I got an anchor docking station with um, you know, all the ports and stuff on it. Like, is that, that a USB and, or Thunderbolt hub? Uh, it's Thunderbolt three one. Nice, because the yep. fours were just too so expensive. Dear. They're the so time. ridiculously <laughs> priced. Well, I had I had a. Um, an OWC mini dock, which basically had like a built-in Thunderbolt cable and it, it gave you two HDMI outputs of which you could only use one and two uh, USB, USB three ports. And I had like three different docks plugged into this damn thing. And it was, it was way overcomplicated. <laughs> what a surprise coming from me. <laughs> And the, the a Thunderbolt hub that I had basically died. So that got shipped back to OWC yesterday. Uh, and instead I got their, their Thunderbolt 3 hub. And this thing has got like four USB ports, uh, two Thunderbolt ports and a USB-C port. It's got a display port out, a mini SD and SD card slots and an audio out port. And it's taken the place of like all of the other stuff that I had plugged into this Mac mini. And I really like it. And it's compared to the Thunderbolt four dock, which you can't buy um, because they just don't have them. Uh, it's, it's, it's really nice. I'm really, I'm really enjoying it. So, and it, it's a nice part of, of the setup here. And if you go over to Facebook, whoever's watching or listening, you can see all the pics of where everything is. And it's, it, it's crazy. It took me like two weeks to put this whole thing together, mostly working at night and on weekends. Actually, this might be our midlife crisis. Yeah. Yeah. A new death. <laughs> well, why don't we go over and we'll do Gaz's snippets. The president oh. is an utter moron. No, that's not the one I meant to hit. <laughs> there we go. There we go. <laughs> Ah, oh, okay. Sorry about that. What a horrible, horrible, terrible accident. I'm not going to disagree. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Anything for a laugh. All right. Um, Carl, I don't know if you heard about this, but just as COVID-19 vaccination rates are dropping, Apple Maps can be used to find the nearest place to get one. So 
over here in the states if if you if you're like the the 50 percent of the people that for one reason or another haven't yet gotten a vaccination use your apple maps and go and get vaccinated for the love of god you know you're it's it's not going to give you cancer you're not you're not going to suddenly spout off with monkey ears if you didn't already have monkey ears you'll be fine but bill get, gates will know where you are well you know what bill gates can just kiss my ass that's what i say <laughs> why hasn't he gone into space yet yeah yeah well we're that's we're going to get into that in just a minute uh speaking of which if you want to visit an apple store better bring a mask with you as apple is requiring all visitors to wear one in at least half of its stores and this is mostly in areas where COVID rates have started to rise up again. So if you're in any of those areas, um, of course, Florida is included with that because it always is. You'll need to, uh, you'll need to have a mask with you if you want to go into an Apple store. Speaking of which, Thursday, no, Friday night, for the first time in over a year, my wife and I went to the theater. And by theater, I mean the theater, not to go see a motion picture, but an, an actual live play. It was wonderful. Um, it was Neil Simon's Rumors. And their policy was uh, you had to wear a mask the entire time you were on the facility, including while the show was on. If you weren't wearing a mask, they would stop the show and, and ask you to put one on. And if you refused they would cancel the show and oh. everybody would have to leave. So was it, it the actors that stopped the show and shamed you? Uh, I don't know. I don't know who. That would have been, that was, would have been fun. Who's going to shame? I don't know who was going to shame who, but it, it was it was like, look, if you want to come into this place and see the show, then for the love of God, you know, just wear the stupid mask. Give it a, give, it, give us all a break. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I don't want to buy tickets to see one of these things and then have them say, oh, nope, nope, nope. This jackhole right here isn't wearing one. So the entire thing is going to be ended. <laughs> um, getting on, Apple's iPad, Carl, continues to dominate by selling more tablets in quarter two of 2021 than any other brand. Not all <laughs> the combined brands, mind you, but more than any any particular brand. And it's... It's something like, I think they sold like either 11 or 12 million tablets. And the closest one was Samsung with about 8 million. And then a, a bunch of other ones that was, you know, farther down from there. It's not surprised though, is it? Nothing else comes close to it. And the nice thing about, and you know, I know this is an Apple podcast. So, you know, we're, we're always saying nice things about Apple mostly. But compared to most of the other tablets... Number one, the iPad, like Apple's computers, holds its value pretty well. Mm -hmm. And because Apple controls both the hardware and the software, you don't have to worry about not being able to get updates and all the rest of that that you have to worry about on the Android side of things. And they update them for at least four years after purchase. So, yeah, it's not a surprise, I think, that, that more and more people buy iPads and, and iPhones. Plus, it's one of those things. Uh, a tablet's just been called an iPad. You get you get the common the common guys, the common folk. <laughs> yeah. to me. Oh my god! Like any tablet is just an iPad. Doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. You know. Yeah. 
Oh, is that one of those iPads? No, it's a Samsung. And they give you that look like. <laughs> what? What's that? Wasn't wasn't there that thing when when one of the other manufacturers was sponsoring NFL games and they kept the commentators? Oh yeah, it was the Microsoft Microsoft Surface. Yeah, the NFL and Microsoft was like a major sponsor of NFL Today, <laughs> which is their like before and during and and after show that they do during you know for NFL football games here in the U.S. And yeah, they had they had somebody that kept calling them iPads. And I mean, and not only was it like the the big bright blue Microsoft Surface cover that they had on them, but it said Microsoft like right on the damn thing. And so every time this guy was calling it an iPad, you can just imagine a producer in the back going, "No." Yeah, no. and they actually came out of a break, and whoever it was was like, "Yeah, well, I'm really, really," and you could almost see the eye roll as he was saying it. You know, it's like, "I'm really, really sorry that I called this an iPad when it's a Microsoft Surface." Let's talk about football now. Who cares <laughs> what stupid tablet we're using? All right, um, Carl, here's an idea. Mm-hmm. Elon Musk is Apple CEO. What could possibly, possibly go wrong with that? We'd we'd never get another product again. I know. <laughs> Everything he does is vaporware, apart from a few choice things. Yeah. Um, it, this reportedly came up when Tesla was in serious financial trouble in 2016. And uh, Tim Cook said, easy peasy, Apple buys Tesla. Musk responded, okay, but only if I'm Apple CEO. Thus far, Tim Cook remains CEO of Apple. <laughs> it was, did, was, you, did you see, yeah. see those stories? It got juicier than that, apparently. Yeah, apparently Tim Cook said something along the lines of... Fornicate. Yourself. I'm, <laughs> it's not going to happen. However, unfortunately, they were then contacted separately and said both deny it ever happened. So. Which is too bad because it's such yeah. a great story. Good story, yep. possibly. All right. Um, in other musky news, at an earnings call, the Tesla and so far not a billionaire in space CEO criticized Apple for using cobalt, which is a mined element used in practically everything related to electronics, including Tesla's and SpaceX, linked to controversial mining practices and backed Epic Games in their battle to force Apple to let them use Apple Store with with uh, to make much more money with none of it going to Apple in the process. Elon went on to say it is a default global tax on the internet and that Ted Sweeney, CEO of Epic, had never asked to be a rich guy going to space. Yet. <laughs> Actually, I, I made that last bit up. That, that, that's not, that didn't really happen, but I thought it sounded funny. And if there was any millionaire that I would want to go to space, it would be Ted Sweeney. You don't like him that much. I really do not. I really do not. Uh, Gaz. Carl, July 31st marked the 50th anniversary of man driving a car on the moon. Some reports claim that part of the reason why we haven't gone back is because there was no car play for maps and podcasts in 1971. Plus, there was no girls up there to pick up in the car. So, you know, yeah, you can drive yeah. anywhere. There's no supermarkets, no, you know, no, hamburger. No, it was it was it was like uh, it was like those guys that convert those uh, school buses. You're out in the middle of nowhere. Better, better have solar. 
<laughs> it just goes to prove the mentality of back then in the 60s ago. We want to go somewhere million, well, not millions, well, yeah, a long, long way away. And what do we do when we get there? I want to drive. Yeah. Well, I heard that now they had a they had a movie theater and a hamburger place. And so, you know, how do you get there? You got to drive. Though so that's coming. That's I'm sure space that because, you know, talking about if, if there's one thing I will give Elon Musk credit for is everything that has gone on to reinvigorate uh, man's exploration of space with SpaceX. Oh. I mean, he has, it has almost literally been on the shoulders of SpaceX to, to, to get things moving again, because everybody oh. was just using the same crap that they've been using for, you know, 20, 30 years. I mean, hell, Russia is still using what Soyuz to, to put people up in space. And that was designed in the sixties and sure it works, but it's, it's just not something I would feel real comfortable about going up in. Um, but moving on from that, let's talk about Intel, Intel CEO. I love this name, Pat Gelslinger, which is a rock and roll name. If I've ever heard one, he vows to move faster, Carl. Faster. Faster. Yeah. Oh. His four-year plan will yeah. triple or quadruple <laughs> the company's stock without really saying how it's going to happen in great detail other than saying nodes. It, it's, it's magic. It's, it'll be magical. Yeah. Forget the fact that they've stood still for the last, what, six, seven years or whatever it is. At least. At least. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about it. We've, they, they've now got a plan. And the AMD is eating their lunch. Um, and the crazy thing is, I don't think they've even broken the 10 nanometer process yet. And Apple and their chip making part, because Apple doesn't make any chips. They design them, but they don't actually manufacture them. They're talking about a three nanometer process coming mm -hmm. up. And, and, and if you don't know what a nanometer is, nanometer is basically the space between atoms. I mean, it's, it's ridiculously small. It does make you wonder how, I mean, what how do they, they do even get to do one? It? Yeah. Then it becomes pico, pico matters, or pico, oh God, does it? what is it? Nanometers, picometers. It becomes picometers. But I think I with current technology, I think they're kind of, they're hitting the brick wall. <laughs> I don't think they can make them much smaller. Uh, fortunately, though, I mean, Apple's circuit boards are so small at this point with the M1 they have oodles and oodles of room inside of not only the Mac mini, but MacBook airs and MacBook pros to pretty much put in anything that they want to put in. So if they have to like, Oh my God, double the space or double the, the size of the processor. It just doesn't matter. If you have to double the size of the processor to put more cores in, whether it's GPU or neural or, or CPU cores. Okay. I think we can accommodate that. Not a problem. It is, it is fantastic. I mean, when you think where we were a few years ago, where yeah. we was all bemoaning the fact that our Macs were just getting, like, they were updating them, rarely, and then the processing was coming out, and it was like a, it, it was like a, a, an infinite, tiny little amount of jump, you know, yeah. in the process and stuff like this. 
And we was all saying, oh, Apple must be getting really frustrated. What do they? Well, <laughs> and they one were. person I remember on a podcast said, oh, one day Apple will go to ARM processors and, that, you know, it will be over. And everybody and told that, him that he was crazy. Everybody told And so it, eventually he began to believe that was the case. <laughs> and so he changed his mind. Basically, I think on the same weekend where Apple announced. <laughs> Pretty much. And if I ever find that person, I'm going to give him a piece of my mind. <laughs> Who could that person have been? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Carl, Apple is threatening leakers with legal action and have demanded, demanded, they said, that they stop publishing leaks because, well, it's not good for third-party case and accessory makers. No, that's not their reason. Well, I got to say, you know, kudos to Apple. That's Apple for you. Always looking out for the little guy while yeah. still making billions each quarter. Way to go, <laughs> Apple. Really putting yourself out on the line there. The thing is, okay, I, I got, I got, okay. They shouldn't threaten them, obviously. They shouldn't threaten them like with like ruining their lives or prison cells. Oh, no, no, no. Like it was, it was with violence. <laughs> so oh, that's right then it's fine yeah but um but no i mean leakers so do sort of kind of spoil it for everyone i mean i know we like to guess what's coming up next and we like yeah. reading rumors and whatnot like this but there is a there is a more serious side to it when it like allows the competition to get a, a head start and then there are a lot of them not not all of them but a lot of them are very willing to say oh look apple is going to produce this Here's our version of it. Two months before Apple even announced what their thing is, yeah, it doesn't matter. It's rubbish, but we beat it to market. We beat that other thing to market, so we get two months of living in the sun with a, a shoddy product. <laughs> yeah, and then Apple comes out with it, and everyone goes, "Oh, that's what it was supposed to be like." Well, not all the time, but not all the time. <laughs> yeah, app, the iPod Hi-Fi is usually the high water mark. For me, when I talk about products that Apple has hyped that just weren't worth crap. Didn't didn't he say he threw away his stereo? Steve yeah. Jobs, this is. Yeah. He threw away his big expensive stereo thing that he used to play vinyl on and God knows what else, which I'd love to know how he played on a on an Apple Hi-Fi. But um He's gotta turn it really fast. <laughs> but I never, I never experienced it. I just saw it as the big box that a little tiny iPod sat upon. And yeah, it's still expensive on eBay though. Yeah, and that was, was that before? I think that was before the iPhone, iPhone came out. Yeah, just iPods. But that was like the only time you ever heard it, heard of it, was that <laughs> keynote. Nobody ever talked about it ever again. Same thing with like, when when he came out, it must have galled him. To stand on the stage at the Macworld Conference and Expo and talk about iPod socks. That's <laughs> why. Why did he have to do? Why did he do? Why did they do? Again, it's before my time, so I don't yeah. know. Well, you have to remember that when it used to be with Steve Jobs, not so much in the last couple of years when he was alive and they were still doing the Macworld Expo, but when he would come out and do the keynote, there wouldn't be hardly anyone else would come on stage. He, he might give like two minutes of stage time to somebody who had made some game or whatever, that was going to be something really great for whatever it was he was hyping. 
And then it'd be like, he'd come out. Okay. That's enough. Get off the stage. We don't want, you don't want you on here anymore. And then he would, he would just take over again. Cause he was, his presence on stage, even when he was as ill as he was, was just, you know, you, you couldn't take your eyes off the guy. The guy was the ultimate marketer. Absolutely. Nobody could do it better than jobs did. Um, the last thing that I have is, uh, now speaking of, of profits, like we were just a minute ago, uh, Apple has released their quarterly results, Carl. And, you know, surprise, surprise, they made nearly $22 billion in profits on more than $81 billion in sales. Now, I'm sure if you listen to other podcasts, you can get all of the lowdown on, on how that was broken up amongst the various bits and pieces of Apple. But I do, in my mind, it just doesn't matter. They made a crap ton of money based on a crap ton of sales in a time when hardly anybody can get anything to make their own stuff. Apple had, had it all locked down well in advance. And that's why Tim Cook is the CEO of Apple because he really knows how to do, um, What's the word I'm looking for? Um, logistics. Logistics. Yeah, 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 yeah. Making sure that the bits and pieces. Supply chain. Supply chain. Yeah, those things. 61 years old. That's where we're going with this. All right. Um, so we're going to work. That's Oh, by the way, that is the end of Gaza Snippets. You've been acting really weird lately. No, no, not that one. This one. <laughs> There we go. Okay. I thought, have you labeled them up one to the left or something? Well, I, I, I got so many. I want to discuss all this behavior. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you, nondescript person who I have an audio snippet of. Uh, Carl, do you remember how to get us out of a segment? No. No, okay. I'm joking. <laughs> so if everyone would be so kind to simply stand by, to stand by, and we'll be right back. It doesn't make me feel something so big and something so cool. Looking for a show that talks about Apple and Apple products? Then Geekiest Show Ever is for you. What about Amazon? Google. Geekiest Show Ever is for you. Mesh networks, distance learning, all kinds of technology, interviews. Yes, Geekiest Show Ever covers that too. I'm Elisa Paselli. And I'm Melissa Davis. Listen to the geekiest show ever on the MyMac Podcasting Network in your favorite podcast player. Feedback, show ideas, and reviews, always welcome. The World Health Organization has issued its strongest advisory, isolating Guy and Gaz, the G-Men, from the rest of society. There's no expiration date on this social distancing order. Hello there, and welcome back to uh, another section of the show. I have to say two, two guys actually turned me by <laughs> camera, which I didn't set up, so I'm not on mine. But yeah. uh, after we've demolished Gaz's snippets in its normal way, a normal format, we are back yeah. to do destroy the second part of the show as well. Yep. So. And, you know, why, why hold back? Um, one of the things, because honestly, we're in this, we're in this weird part of the year when 
you would think there would be a lot of news regarding Apple, but there really isn't. There's not no. too much to talk about yet because it, it's it's like WWDC done. That's that's already down the road, and we haven't had much in the way of stuff to talk about in relation to uh, other iPhones or Macs or or what have you. So well, we're kind of waiting. It is, and you can tell it's bad out there because I've seen articles that are like how to stop the alarm on your iPhone. What? <laughs> it's so important. Those are things that people need to know about, girl. That's it. But they churn them out because they've got to fill those pages and those ad reads somehow. So they've got to do yep. it. They've now, do speaking it. of but speaking of things to fill out, I <laughs> thought it would be interesting if if we talked about the various gear that we use to create our various podcasts, you with the Mac and forth show naturally and me here with the, the, my Mac podcast. So we're going to, we're going to start with you. Now you have recently made some big, big changes to your setup. I, I did, but the actual hardware other than the machine itself is pretty much the same because you're going to hate this guys, a uh, guy. Sorry. I like Gaz use a road podcaster and everybody else on my show uses exactly the same thing so rather than putting in uh going through xlr mics and boosters and signal boosters and you know, noise gates and all that it's all done via software as far as, as as i'm concerned and i just simply plug the the usb cable into this hub here and i feed that into um audacity not audacity sorry hijack audio hijack audio hijack right rogue and then and then we use Discord uh, for our connection. I know we're using Stream um, Streamyard here. Streamyard, yeah. Well, what do you but use? We, we just use Discord, the voice channels in Discord, a private one. Oh, Discord. Yeah. Discord. Okay. Well, Sorry. Which one did I say? <laughs> it sounded like you said Discord. It's like what? Oh no, no, that's my posh British accent. Oh, I see. No, Discord. Oh, yes. So uh, we just we just do that, and and then I use Audio Hijack, and I <laughs> gotta say it like they're doing this out Discord. It's Discord. <laughs> Have you dropped Discord? I don't know. No, it's um, down over here. It's then to the left. But uh, yeah, audio hijack. So I have three inputs going into that. I have my mic. I have the audio coming from Discord, uh, <laughs> and then I have uh, anything recorded via the machine itself, like uh, Farago or whatnot, like that. And then I end up with three WAV files at the end. Okay, so you I... you record those directly in Audio yeah. Hijack, and then after you're done recording, you move them into your audio editor. Yes. So you're not pushing those like right into an audio editor. No, I do okay. it all post. So I, I, cause I, I like to lay on my bed being a lazy git basically, <laughs> uh, with my Sorry, iPad. What was, what was that word? What was that git. word? Git. <laughs> I'm going to start using that word. Go ahead. Good. You should. It's fantastic. It's a great word. <laughs> um, flump. I love using as well. Calling someone a flump. A flump. You know, a flump. It's, it's from a kids show over here back in the seventies and stuff. I was gonna say but, uh, it almost it almost sounds like the name of like a, a Kurt Russell Disney movie. <laughs> the flump that ate Chicago or something. Well, like it's that. exactly it'd be more funny if it was a horrifying movie. Yeah. The flump. The flump with is Paul, coming. Paul Newman. <laughs> Beware of the flump. It creeps and weeps. Sorry. Uh, yeah, anyway, so I, <laughs> I, I bring those three audio streams into Ferrite, mm -hmm. and then I just quickly edit. And basically, basically to edit the show, 
takes me about 15 minutes. Okay, so you don't, but you don't have like a, a break in the middle of the no, show. No, I, I literally, we finish the show, all the guys go, and they say, oh, we're going to watch telly now. You got read it. <laughs> and then, so I unplug, uh, I go and sit on my bed, I, I edit the show, and I literally, my goal is always to have the show up live and at by within an hour of finishing the show. That is a lofty goal. Would but not work. It would not work okay. in this house. Well, <laughs> you like to complicate matters. I do. I now ferrite. That's a that's an iOS product, isn't it? Application. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you so you record everything via your MacBook Air mm -hmm. into Audio Hijack, mm -hmm. and then you move those files into iCloud or some other cloud service. No, no I just I just um, airdrop them to my iPad. Okay, so you're doing it from using using Wi-Fi from within your own network. Yep. Mm -hmm. That goes into ferrite. You you drop them. You drop so you drop those into ferrite. You find your end, your beginning point, and you find your end point. Trim them off. Trim them off. Add music or whatever for your opening and closing. Well, no, I don't, I do I don't even know show. if you do that. Do all you? in show. I you do, do that all in show. show. Okay, exactly. So the your idea is as long as so it only goes wrong if someone says a naughty word, because then I have to go and find the naughty word. <laughs> And I, I, you know, it's all very clever. You say, right, I've got to remember this was at 22 minutes 38. But by the end of the show, I've forgotten that because I've got nothing here to write it down. But right. uh, yeah, it, and it's and then it's just done. You push it out. And, and I know there are shows out there that gets rid of every uh and every um. No. Know, uh, and if you're, if you're recording, like if you work for the BBC or something like that, maybe that's expected. But I feel because of these conversational style shows that we do, right? They, as long as you don't do too, too many of them, they add a bit of character. They add a bit of personality to the, to the speaker rather than just making them sound like an automaton. Okay. Like well, let me ask you something real quicker. How often do you still do that now as compared to when you first started out? What, when... leave, take out us and ums? No, no, not take them out, but actually say them now. Oh, I, 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 well, I uh, try not to do it. I try not to do them. <laughs> you, you have to make a conscious, like, yeah, memory, like decision not to do them, and it takes time. It takes and, discipline. Um, it does. But I tell you something that all of us who do podcasts, I've noticed, we absolutely hate a silence. We fill it with something, no matter what, and and it's just I was I was with someone. Over well, the unless it's meant to be funny. Well, yes. The silence can true. be very yeah. funny. If you leave it hanging there sometimes, right. you know, that's it. But uh, just in general, a silence. Like, so it's very, you, you, you feel you have to fill that void if someone stops talking. And sometimes the way I get some of the guys to talk, if they haven't talk, spoken for a while, is I'll just shut up and not say a word, hoping or knowing that one of them will jump in. We'll pick and it then up. in post, I just take out the gap. I find when when i'm when i'm editing the actual show i don't take out the silences in the show itself but because when when i'm editing the show i basically find the stop the start point and the stop point for the two different segments those get dropped in i've got the the beginning theme that you know is you know recorded elsewhere and is just in there and then I add that the ad and whatever incidental music at the end of the first segment, beginning of the second segment and the bumper, usually that center part 
adding the music, putting in the bumper, doing all of the cuts, the you know, the volume rising up and the volume rising down and all the rest wow. of that takes longer than finding the stop and stop the start and stop points for the two different segments. <laughs> that center, that center little bit that usually takes no more than a minute, minute and a half takes longer than almost the entire hour of the rest of the show. But the thing that takes me the absolute longest is the after show. Yeah, I'll bet. Because that has got to be edited so very, very <laughs> carefully. Very, very – you talk about cursing. It's kind of a running joke with Gaz and me that I'll do a curse or he'll do a curse. And then as soon as I realize it happened, I'll be like, oh, hold on. Yeah. But of course, it's it's way too late for for that little sensor sound to have anything to do with the actual word that was uttered. So usually in post, because I, I have that as a separate file somewhere, I'll drop that in in post and, and spread it out for however long it takes to to get rid of the word. I um I remember once when I was doing um the show that I used to do with Missy. Mm -hmm. And Peter Capaldi was about to take over as Doctor Who um, back in the day. Now, Peter Capaldi is in an, was in another show here in the UK where his, his character, Malcolm Tucker, uh, in the thick of it, it was called, he swore all the time. It was his thing. He was like a foul-mouthed politician's aide sort of thing. Anyway, so I had this, I thought it was wonderful that this, this foul-mouthed person was going to be transferred to Doctor Who, which is a children's show, effectively. So I, I wrote this thing for um, another friend of mine to to um, to say, and it, where it was going, oh, you, yeah, you know, having a go at Daleks and Cybermen and calling them all like names and like, you know, derogatory names and how he's going to, you know, mess Do them things. up big time. Right. Yeah. And so, and, but I thought, right, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put the little beeps in, obviously, because you just get the start and the end of the, you know, and work out what it is. Anyway, so I did it, and I thought, hang on, it's even funnier if I just put the beep in, but I still leave enough of the word for you just to hear the word. Yeah. <laughs> so, you so can, you can kind of, you can kind of fill in the gaps. So there was, there was some really naughty words I put in. And I thought, <laughs> well, what's it matter? You know, no one's going to ban me for this. So, because no. I've heard these words on other shows, even the really offensive ones, and I thought, nah, no one's going to care. Apple's no. not going to say. You naughty boy. Uh, but uh, no, it didn't happen. But it was I thought it was funny. Anyway, but that's, that was my diseased little brain back then. It's still the same now. <laughs> well, but that that's basically all you do then. USB mm. microphone. Yep. Recorded right in audio hijack. And then audio hijack files as MP3s, AACs. I, uh, yeah, I, well, I sleep as WAVs. WAVs. Okay. I've got the space, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. But obviously I export as MP3. Right, right. Um, and then I just upload it to, in my case, Libsyn. Uh, that does all the propagation. Uh, I, I post a, a file on uh, on on the macandforth.com uh, website, and and I post a few links on Facebook, and I'm done. I'm done for another week, basically. Wow. Yeah, mine, not surprisingly, is a little more complicated than that. <laughs> do you like complication? I do. I do, and. I, I, a lot of times as, especially as I'm going through the editing process, it, it's kind of like, if I had this to do all over again, would I do, would I make it as complicated hmm. as what I currently yes. have? 
and yes, yeah, <laughs> I, I have to admit to myself, yeah, I probably would. I probably still would. So when, when I first started out doing, I was doing segments for my, for the, my Mac podcast, when, uh, Tim and Chad, uh, Chad Perry were, you know, the original hosts of the show. And I had a number of, it was almost entirely condenser USB microphones. And I had no idea what I was doing. And for the most part, it sounded really, really horrible. And I've gotten better since then, but you would think that after 15 years, yeah, you kind of should get better at doing something. So from there, I, I started kind of gathering gear. And it became an obsession, as it almost always is with someone with a personality like mine. So I, I started off with microphones. And I had bought a bunch of different microphones until I found the first one that I really liked, which was a Heil PR40. And I used that for a number of years, but I always wanted a Shure SM7B, which is what I, what I have right here. And the, the way that the chain goes, and this is over the course of many years, many trials and tribulations, not because I think it sounds any better than when I started, but because having a complicated setup is apparently what I do. Hmm. So I go from this microphone, which requires a lot of gain, into a hmm. cloud lifter which is adds about 25 to 27 dB of gain. From there, that goes to an audio USB audio interface, a Behringer UMC 404. And the unique thing, and I know we're getting a little gear heavy here, the unique thing about the Behringer UMC series, the 204 and the 404 HD, and these are the only two that do this. On the back, besides all the other outputs that they have, there is something for each channel and it's labeled insert. And what this allows you to do, and it's a, a 6.2 millimeter jack. So it's like the, the three and a half, three and a half inch connector, like yeah, TRS cable, yeah, like the big mm -hmm. one. If you plug something into there and it's typically, it's a, it's a, a TRSS or TRRS cable. I can never remember exactly how it is. It's, it's the one that has the two bands, not just the one band, which is a mono cable. You plug that into the insert port and then you have two TS cables coming out of it. One is a send, one is a receive. And then you put, you can plug that into other outboard gear. And in this case, I have a DBX 286, which is a preamp compressor and noise gate all built into one. And it goes into there, comes back out and then goes back in through the same cable that it's coming out of the interface that interjects itself back into the signal. And then it outputs over USB to my uh, audio editor, which is Hindenburg. Now I do have audio hijack, but I don't use it and I should because <laughs> my life would probably be simpler if I did, but I don't. It's an amazing bit of kit. Well, one of, the reasons, one of the reasons why I do it is because I have different segments of the show. So I've got the pre-show stuff 
And just before we start to record, I, I stop and save the file. And then we record the first section. Then I stop and save that. And then there's nonsense in between the two segments, as Carl can attest to. And then I stop and save that. And then I start to record again for the second segment. And so what that allows me to do is take all of the stuff that I know isn't going to be part of the main show and shuffle that off to the side so that I can concentrate on just the two segments of the main show. So that's, but that's basically how I do it. And then once it, everything is in Hindenburg, I add the beginning part of the show, the theme song, the oh. ID, the ID section, the ad along with all of the incidental music and the bumper, uh, the ending audio bit, and then the after show stuff. And it usually takes me four to six hours to edit this show because of the way that I do it, because it's complicated. <laughs> well, that's, that's fine. I mean, you're, you're going to think four to six hours is a long time, but have you ever gone on to the podcast in Reddit page? And then someone, I remember the best one I ever saw was someone innocently asked, how long does it take to edit your podcast? And there's one guy in there takes me six days to edit. What are you doing? <laughs> what could you possibly be? He's probably one of those guys that goes through and finds all the uhs and ums. Well, and maybe, but even uh, unless it's one of those, uh, like, sort of, what do we call them? The crime research sort of, you know, it's a serial mm. kind of one that became very popular a few years ago. Unless you're editing tons and tons of audio. Yeah, with different how. people. Yeah, or you're trying to record a script. To be fair, you know, you and I, we never finished this project. You and I wrote a script. You never finished this. I did my part. I helped you translate the from from uh, from book to screenplay. I finished my bit. You did. You did. (laughs) And we actually sat there and and for hours went through the entire book, wrote the screenplay together. And then the next step was going to get was going to be to get people to record the various bits of the show, and because it was broken up, I think into twelve chapters. This is your book, by the way. Everyone. Oh yeah, yeah, Maltese the Maltese Cube. You can find it on Amazon. It's a really terrible book, but it's only like five or six bucks if you want a hard copy of it. I get almost nothing out of it, but it's it's a fun it's a fun read for the hour that it would take you to read it, um, if that. So. Yeah, so we were going to, you know, I was going to get people to come in and read the various bits. And I actually had a couple people lined up and they had sent me some audio. But then life just kind of got in the way. And there was a lot going on at the time that I was going to be doing all that stuff. And I I just never got back around to it. But I, I really do need to get back to it. And I think there was 12 or 13 different parts. Some of them were only like one or two lines. Um, but for the, I, I really do want to get back to that. And what I'll probably have to do is curtail doing things like, um, and I hate to do it cause I love that doing guys daily drive or the max of the future live cast that I were, by the way, that's moving. Whoever, anyone who's, who's listening to this, the Mac, the future live cast is switching from Wednesday nights to Monday nights, starting this week, starting this coming Monday. So if you're so inclined, you can see us doing that show with um, David Ginsburg and Warren Sklar typically, 
Monday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time over on the Facebooks or the YouTubes. <clears throat> so, but I really do want to get back to that because it's always bothered me that that so much work was put into creating that screenplay and screenplay. The the um, I yeah, get it's a screenplay. It is a screenplay, more or less. And then just nothing came of it. So I, I do want to get back to it because I got everything I need to do it. Well, you should um, you should get Ferrite on your iPad. You can sit there in the garden doing it on your iPad. Because <laughs> all I do is chop the audio up, haven't you, and put fine sound effects from like, like Pond Five or something. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Well, and I've got so many as it is now. And plus, YouTube has like a ton of yeah. sound effects yeah. that you can use as well. Plus, all the ones that got built into GarageBand. I am going to get back to it. I'm, I'm hoping early next year, once things kind of calm down a little bit. I do remember that one of the issues that, well, we're going so long with this segment. One of the issues that I had was the the different kinds of equipment that everybody had to record with. Because I the original idea was, you, you know, I wasn't going to just, you know, say, well, here's your part of the script record it and send it to me. I was going to like be there and give direction to people as they were recording it. And so that required me to be very flexible with my time because I was, I'm not paying anybody for this. So it was, it was like, okay, well, can you do this? And, and, you know, we'll do it at a time of your choosing. And I know that was a big sticking point as well, mm. but we, I, we are going to get back to it. We are going to get back to it. Much like we're now going to get back to the podcast. Because <laughs> this one is going to go so very, very long. So um, I guess that the next thing we have here that we, we talked about our setups is, um, oh, one thing I did want to mention. Uh, I guess we already did. Did we already talk about the, the Thunderbolt mini doc? Uh, not the one. Or not during broke. the show. Not during the show. Yeah. So I, I, I had a, an OWC Thunderbolt mini dock that I, I've now since retired. I was basically using that for a video output and the two USB ports that it had. Um, that's now gone and I've got a Thunderbolt 3, OWC Thunderbolt 3 uh, dock. And it's given me all the ports that I had in that one and another one. So I have much, much less stuff. <laughs> I Where I can, I do try to simplify as best I can. Yeah. It doesn't always work, but I, I do, yeah. do try. So that, that's actually going to be, that's going to be my pick is the, the OWC Thunderbolt three hub that they sell. I think it's like two seventy nine over there at OWC. Now they do have a Thunderbolt four, but good luck getting one because they're like totally sold out. And, I, and as soon as they get a batch in, they're out the door again. <laughs> But they have the Thunderbolt 3 ones. And <clears throat> honestly, everything the Thunderbolt 4 one can do, this one can do as well. And it's a little I've cheaper. Never, I've, I've never bought OWC, only because um, I'm frightened of the ink, the tax they slap on when it gets to this country. Not OWC. I'm talking about our, our government. So. What? Well, because this, uh, if you import... Do they, do they not have a, a distributor there in the UK? Not that I'm aware. They might have now, but I don't. I don't require. I don't remember seeing them on Amazon when I was searching for stuff. But you know, who knows? They pop up because their stuff is great. Yeah, and their customer service is is top notch. Because I had a broken well, one. I had a broken Thunderbolt hub, 
And in order to try to fix it without going through the entire process, they sent me a new power supply to see if that was the problem. Well, it turned out it wasn't. So now I just sent back to them the Thunderbolt hub and both power supplies <laughs> that, that I had. And uh, we'll find out what happens from there. But even well, when it finally comes, I'm, I don't think I'm going to need it. Well, it turns out I'm in a store in London. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. Next time I'm in London, I'll just bring it with me and say, here you yeah, go. Well, here you no, go. I want them. I don't want you here. Oh, <laughs> so just, yeah, just, just, just the thing. Send the thing. All right. Well, we're going to switch from that over to Gaz's tip. So, <laughs> uh, Carl, have you ever wanted to open a program that you have in the dock and not just the program, but, but a particular file for it. So normally it's like, okay, well you launch the app and then you go to the file menu and you say, mm -hmm. okay, open this. And, and it's, you know, and, and if that, or you right click and you try to find if the program is in its open with little section, well, there's another easy way you can do it. You simply, you find the file wherever it is in your finder drag it down to the dock where you've got the little icon for the program, let it go, and it will automatically open in that program. No fuss, no muss, Bob's your uncle, and I have no idea what that even means. But I know it's a UK thing. So that is the Gaz's tip for this week. All right, because I'm nodding my head. Oh, you know what? I screwed that completely up. It did. <laughs> I did. There was no head nodding at all. And now I don't even know where it is. Where no. is it? Oh, here it is. Hit it. Gaz's tips. Here it comes. Gaz's tips. Mostly. Gaz's tips. It's time for Gaz's tip. All of those things I said over again. And I'm nodding my head. Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's tips. That's the end of Gaz's tips. That's the end of Gaz's tips. Is that the end of the tip? You can always fix it in post. You are absolutely Boing. right. Yeah. <gasps> Get in trouble with that one. Yeah, I completely messed that up. And I'm not going to change nothing. Not changing anything. Right, so I, we'll have a go at you next week. You know uh, he will. Yeah, I know he will. I know he will. That's all right. I completely deserve it. You're sent to the naughty guy step. <laughs> well, tell me. To, oh, by the way, if, if you would like... Anyone who's listening or watching, if you would like to help support the things that I'm doing, not just with this show, but with all the other shows, you can um, you can go to Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Mac Parrot. You can go to coffee, ko-fi.com forward slash Mac Parrot, or you can pay a pal by going to paypal.me forward slash Mac Parrot. And Carl, if people wanted to get a hold of you, I'm sure that after this show, you may or may not want them to, but if if you did, how would they do so? Well, you can find me in many London pubs uh, on the weekends, but uh, primarily on macandforth.com uh, with our podcast over there, which comes out every Thursday evening about an hour after I finish recording. <laughs> As compared to this show, which you'll get by Tuesday. Eventually. Eventually. Uh, if you'd like to get a hold of Gaz, it is so very, very easy. His email address is Gaz. That's G-A-Z. Gaz. No, at, you have one now. No, 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 that's fine. No, that's good. That's good. At MyMac.com. He is also on the Twitter. It's known as Gazmaz. G-A-Z. Gaz. M-A-Z. 
Because. On the Twitters. And if you want to get a hold of both of us, we have a combined Twitter account, which is Guy and Gaz, G U Y A N D G A Z. Because. Over there on the Twitters. And if you want to complain to the person that started this podcast, it is so easy to do. That is Tim Robertson. You would send that to feedback, F E E D B A C K, at mymac.com. And if you want to get a hold of me, it is also very easy. My email address is guy, G U I, and you don't have to spell it like that. It's not guy, it's just regular guy, at mymac.com. <laughs> I am also on the Twitters. I have not one, but two Twitter handles Mac Parrot ah. and Vert Shark. Yeah, that that thing. Over there on the Twitters, vertshark.com is the website. Uh, we have a Skype telephone number, which is one or plus one outside of the United States, 703-436-9501. That number again is one or plus one outside of the United States, 703-436-9501. Or if you don't want to dial a one or a plus one, you can just go right to the Skype application and dial... 703-436-9501. So very, very easy. And Carl, I'd have to say, uh-huh. number one, to everyone who's listening and or watching, thank you. Thank you so very, very much for watching and or listening to the MyMac.com podcast. It is greatly appreciated. And Carl, I think uh-huh. that we're good enough. Uh-huh. This week, yes. And... That with our, our vast knowledge of gear, you on the simple side, me on the ridiculously Oi, complicated, that? <laughs> means that you're smarter than I am because you went simple. Well, I was like, oh, well, I've got to add 14 different steps to do the same thing that everyone else does in two. I thought you meant all simple. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. But it means that we're both smart enough. You on the, on the simple side, me on the stupidly complicated side. <laughs> And that Wilf Gonnet, Wilf, Wolf, 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 people like us. And now you have to read what's on I was about there. to do it when you jumped in. If you hadn't jumped in, it would have been seamless. Ah. <laughs> I'll just cut that part out then. Sure. <laughs> Lito, la sapa, kagapaga, gingo, la lati, hal, ho, ho, habre, re, ki, ki, ra, ba, la, tes, Teaspoon, that looks like. E hor baru batala ia siapa mi ba si ke ba kataroa wiki wiki eke eke dang. Oh, dang. 8116573921, whatever that number was in IT crowd. All right. Uh, I don't. I should have had one ready, but I don't have a dad joke ready. Do you have a dad joke? Um, Just no. a, neither do <laughs> I. Okay. So instead of a, a dad joke, which I should have had ready but didn't, we will just end this show with the way that we normally end it by saying, "Well, oh, <laughs> end." Exactly. You was gonna say something else. Thanks for downloading and listening to the MyMac Podcast. You can also hear other great podcasts on the MyMac Podcasting Network, like the Tech Fan Podcast, Three Geeky Ladies, Geekiest Show Ever, 
the Let's Talk Podcasts, Essential Apple Podcasts, and the Club PlayStation and Club Nintendo Podcasts. I finally went ahead and downloaded the damn thing. Where they say Tim Stay home every night, never quarrel or fight. Yeah, we don't even fight. So don't yell. Help, help, here come the bears. Help, help, here come the bears. Help, help, here come the bears. Let's spliff. I'm pretty sure it's not spliff. I think you're injecting yourself into that one. Maybe. Oh, All right. Dear. All right. Well, you know, it could be worse. Video processing will begin shortly. Blah, 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 blah. It could be. And if I can find it, because I know you're here. There it is. It's faking it's again, a Trump apocalypse gate. Crazy as it may sound, it's something really great. And if you say it loud enough, you always... Yeah. I didn't do that first bit fast enough. Now I can hear it back. Now I've had the time to hear it back over <laughs> time. I realized all the things that I could have done better on that darn thing. But... Well, when when I... You know, when, when you sent me the... Because you sent me two files. You sent me the file <clears> with the music. Yeah. And then you sent me the file with you just singing. Yep. So what I did was I kind of time shifted you quite a bit. So in parts where you like finished too soon, I like stretched it out a little bit in times when you didn't go far enough. It was like, okay, I'll shrink that down. So that gave me, that gave me the ability to, to make you more or less fit within the parameters of the song. And then the other thing I did was I took your voice layered it onto a different track and then dropped it like an octave or raised it up an octave so that you were like singing along to you. If you listen to, if you listen to it all the way through, you'll hear there are certain parts where it sounds like you're in a chorus. Yeah. And I didn't use, cause there is like a, a chorus filter that you can put in. But the problem with that is it just like repeats the, the same thing that you just did. And what I wanted was a, a slightly higher or lower output from who, you know, the, the next person that was going to be singing, which of course was still you. So <laughs> anyway, that's what I did. Crazy. Crazy. I know. And I thought it turned out really, really well. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, then I got, no, then I had no somebody come up it. to the door. What? And when I opened it, so yeah, those things happened. Weird. Only the amount of money you've spent on. I <laughs> don't. I'll ask you. Yeah. Show, if, if I had all of this in 1998 Apple shares, I would be a wealthy man. <laughs> yes. Ain't that the truth? Ain't that the truth? Twelve dollars a share, and it's split. Oh God! Twenty-eight times. times huh? Well, oh, no, there, oh, wow. there was there's, there's a, there was two two for one splits, then there was a seven to one split. Oh yeah, and then a four to one split. <laughs> you know, so if you, a share that you bought for twelve dollars in nineteen ninety eight would now be worth, or you would now have two, four, 
28, <laughs> 112, at least 112 shares for that one so, share that you had bought at $12. That's lovely. Some compound shareage there. <laughs> well, and it's, <sighs> it's at what? It's at now 140, $150 a share. I don't know. I don't follow the financial side. Okay. Well, that's 10 times the original price times 28 or 52. <laughs> so <laughs> you would have that poor sod. Of- who is that poor sod that backed Me. out right at the last? No, no, no. The, oh, the, three, the original when they guy? founded it. What's, I can always uh, forget his name. Uh, Ronald Wayne? Roland Wayne? I'm Something sure. Wayne. Wasn't Bruce Wayne, I'll tell you that. No. No. And he always says, oh, no, I don't regret it at all. Yeah. And, you know, right. as soon as the camera goes off and he's in his car, he starts sobbing. <laughs> he starts so- sobbing un- uncontrollably. Oh, God. Oh. It's like this ad bloke that turned down the Beatles, isn't it? You know, that producer. Yeah, yeah, or Pete Best. Yeah. You know, he's like, if only I had been a better f-ing drummer. <laughs> and and they all have the same thing that they say. Oh, it doesn't bother me at all. It's like, you are me. such f-ing liars. You just want one to be honest and go, man, it tears me up every single time. Yeah, every life. single time I think about it. Thank you oh, for thanks. bringing it up again. Thanks for bringing it raw. Yeah. I just got to shut my door. Okay, that's a show. That's a show. That's a show. Yeah, very, very Seinfeld. That's and a show. we and we did it in an uh, hour and a half. Not bad. Oh my god, really? Oh my god. Oh my god. Honestly, Gaz and I have gone easily two hours, two and a half. It depends on how much stupid that we talk about <laughs> in between. Not only just before, because or if either one of us is having some kind of audio issue, um, though. That has become less when and you less. Say someone. <laughs> Sorry. Well, it, it's it's you, and usually it is me, but not necessarily because of gear, mm. but just because sometimes the services that we use become difficult, especially when you know we, we use Skype for a while. That was a pain in the ass. And the thing about Streamyard, they give you all of that stuff, but it's kind of off to the side a little bit, like. Mm. If I wanted to go to a, a full full screen thing there, or if I wanted, you know, I've got various little, you know, this is some of the stuff I use with the, yeah, lower thirds. Uh, you know, I've got a countdown. Can, I've I, got, can we just take a moment to appreciate how far we've come? The fact that you can do almost like a broadcast TV show. Yeah. From it's amazing <laughs> while while being on the show itself which is yeah. in itself is you know w- when i think back to because you know i was doing the i've been doing the mac the future live cast for three four years and when i first started out it was just me and i tried so many different programs um i tried uh, what's the one OPS. No, well, no, well, the, the, but the thing is, regardless of what you use, you still have to have something for it to broadcast to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And something to pull it all together. And OBS is, is freaking great. But back when mm-hmm. I first started, setting up transcoding was, <laughs> was really, really hard. 
and it didn't always work the way you expect it to. And, and because you're recording at the same time, typically on spindle drives, drives would slow down. Yeah. Things would not work quite the way you expected them to. And you'd have audio delays or video delays. And it was like, Oh God. So from OBS, I went to, um, um, what is it that, um, what's his name uses for screencasts online? Oh, oh screens in it. Oh, I can't think, I can't think of the name of the program or the company, but it's, it's super expensive. It's like 700 bucks a year or it was 700 bucks a year for this software. And it's like, are you kidding me? Why would I do that? And it's now gotten to the point where I'm doing everything in a Chrome browser and the service itself is recording the audio. They're recording the video. And then once I'm done and I say, okay, end, I just say, okay, send me the audio, send me the video. And they do. I mean, I literally don't, I mean, I record this in Hindenburg live as we're, as we're doing this, but I don't have to, I could record it in audio hijack. I could record it in hell. I could record it in QuickTime or you know, a bunch of other different programs. Uh, but because I do all my editing in Hindenburg with on different tracks, it just, it's easier for me to just jump into that and not have to transcode anything. But oh. for the video, StreamYard is, is amazing. I know Dave Hamilton and John F. Braun for Mac Geek Gab, they use Melon, which is, it's essentially the same thing. You know, it's all using the same underlying technology. And it's the same kind of thing where you get done and you can, you, I think you can actually tell it, okay, take the audio and video if there's not a whole lot of editing involved and just move that directly to YouTube. So you don't even have <laughs> to bring it into your own computer. And this is, this is where everything is going, mm. where we're essentially getting back to thin clients and everything is ever all the hardware or sorry, all the software, everything that you're trying to do with software is being done online yeah i used to use one i used one for mac and forth actually we messed off a story well not a story but i was going to uh sing your praises because if it wasn't for your show this show i wouldn't have done i wouldn't have worked on my audio setup so hard because it was only listening to the mac my mac show that i thought oh, i've got to increase my my audio I got up my audio game because where I was coming from, that, that other network, they didn't seem to be that bothered about how people sounded. So, But when I started listening to you and Gaz, I come from a network that was like, they didn't have mixed minus or anything on like that. So if the host played something, we couldn't hear what was being played. So we didn't know it finished or anything like that. Wow. So I listened to your show and you had like the special effects, uh, uh, the, the, the bumpers and the... Yeah. little comical things here and there. And I thought, my God, yes, of course, you could do that. What's sure. stopping anyone from <laughs> doing that? I'm thinking, so then I started thinking, well, how's, how are they doing that? So I thought, right, it must be some sort of sound cart thing. So I went looking for sound cart and there was that one out there. Yeah, soundboard Ambrosia software. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what board. I do. I, it's no good if you've got a big lot of cart, you know, crap. Yeah, you just put it you just put it in a sound editor, do it there. I, yeah, I put it in Vision. In. Vision and I trim the edges and I yeah. know exactly I'm starting from like Vision. the nano thing. That was the name of the program. Do I have that? Vision, yeah. I don't have that. And I know really? I've got 
uh, hell, I've got license, licensed though. versions of, of everything else that they have. I'm sure I've got that. I've got a license for it. I just need to re-download it. Because yeah, when, I, I just... when, I, when I moved to the M1, I pretty much started from scratch as far as all my programs go. Yep, same here. And it's, of course, it's built up now into... <laughs> yep, same here. <laughs> I've got something so. here called Friendly Streaming. I have no idea what that no is. No idea. Never Free idea. MP4 Converter. Why is that oh, there? Oh, well, that'll be why. Don't know. You wanted, you wanted to convert something at some point and you didn't want to spend any money, which is perfectly okay. Yes. Yeah. Either that uh, or I may have needed it to get something off of YouTube, which can sometimes be difficult. Mm. So, so like I say, anyway, so I was listening to your, you and Gaz and you was doing all these comic bits of all the sound effects and stuff. And I thought, I want to do that. <laughs> and that's how I... I then I, I know, like, like I was listening to your how your voice comes across, um, and I thought, oh my God, I've got to up my game somehow. <laughs> so, 